1: Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated-R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, It doesn't matter who the host is. Oh, you know it. I know it. We have known it for a long period of time. It does not matter who the host is. What matters is who exactly the listeners are. Um, That is always the factor of factors as we are doing our thing. Anyway, today is Thursday, April the 13th of 2023. Day 103rd of the year, and only 262 days to go. Anyways, how are things with you? How are things going about? How are things that are happening? Yes, it's been a long period of time since we hung out, and that is all on me, so don't worry about that. I do apologize, but you know, when you have the travel travel stuff that you have to do from time to time, this is what happens. But you and I are here together today, so that's going to be important, so don't worry about that as we are hanging out and we get to talk about all the kind of fun stuff that's happened so far this week, which it's always a doozy um, when we get to talk about it. Anyways, we are broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida, and coming across the multiverse known as Safety FM, and then we are hanging out with our friends and colleagues at that other place. Radio. Yes, hanging out with our friends over there because, you know, over there at Radio Big, they're hanging out on the iHeartRadio side of the house, so that's always important as we are doing our thing. Uh, So, listen, if you're not familiar with the show, it's kind of a simple process. We talk about safety in the news, news and safety. Yeah, that's how it goes, news and safety, safety in the news, and all that kind of fun stuff. So, that's it. That's the gig. That's what we do. That's what we talk about. That's how the world goes forward for us, so don't worry about any of that stuff. So... If you want to interact with the show, all you have to do is go to callinradio.com. That's callinradio.com to get everything moving and grooving on that general direction. Um, Once you do that, you can text, you can message, you can video chat, you can audio chat, all the fun stuff. Um, normally the one that I pay the most attention to is the, the, the messaging aspect, just a little FYI. If you're doing it on the social media platforms, not so much, but it is there. Um, I do normally check those or see them after, um, after the event, cause that's normally how it goes. So there you go. And then we bring in some professional broadcasters to let you know what the hell's going on inside of the world though. Uh, because if we didn't do that, I don't know what we would be doing because I would be sitting here going, am I supposed to be the professional or somebody else? Anyways, with that being said, let's start talking right away about what the hell was trending inside of the world.
2: Here is what was trending. Rated R safety
1: show. Okay, so the trends and what we're going to talk about today. We got more good news for FTX customers who are hoping to get deposit money back. And an important warning for Starbucks drinkers. We'll talk about that inside of the shit list. Also, another Republican enters the 2024 fray, and former President Donald Trump sues his former lawyer. We'll talk about that if we get a little swampy today. And a pair of Air Jordans worn by Michael Jordan sell for a record price. And Chris Pratt never wants to host SNL. We can talk about that as we get into showbiz into hour two and three. Um, And Netflix is working on project about Alexander the Great and Ariana DeBose. Uh, We'll return to host the Tony Awards. We'll talk about that as we get into central casting as we get into hour two and three. So listen, I, I don't think that sometimes I explain this well enough. We are a show that talks about safety in the news, news and safety. So that's that's kind of the gig as we talk about the stuff. Um, and then we have the Jay Allen in the morning show that's all kind of talked about here. But hour number one, we dedicate to what we have deemed the rated R safety show. So that's what goes on. That's how it works. So... And then two and three is mostly music and all that kind of stuff where we go to um, the other house, the other side of the radio. When I say, you know, the other house, which will be on Radio Big, as we are simulcasting right now on Safety FM and simulcasting on Radio Big. So, yes, that is sometimes some of the convolution that, that takes place. We got some changes that are taking place, um, but I guess I can talk about them later. You probably shouldn't notice much, uh, but we'll we'll talk about that. And should I talk finally about what I told you about several weeks ago? About how weird the world is sometimes. So I'll, I'll put it this way. Maybe I should word it in this particular fashion. You know that big organization that does events in the summer? That they they try to be, um, you know, they, they used to try to be engineers. Yeah, they, they used to try to be engineers, but then they changed their world to being professionals. You know, that I got an email... Wanting, uh, wanting, uh, some of the cohort here to show up to one of their events, to their big event, to their big, big event. Yeah. Think about that for a second. I want you to think about this, about the stuff we talk about. Um, hmm. you know, I have said for years that I felt that during the pandemic portion of life going on, that things were overly priced, especially when you went from an in-person event to a virtual event and offered these, this lovely little organization to jump on and come and talk. They wouldn't do it. But all of a sudden, I, I got the reach around. I mean, I, I got the reach out in regards of um going, uh, going over there, which I thought was very interesting. Very interesting. Now, just to be clear, it is not happening. It's not happening. The, the cohort is not going over there. But, man, what an interesting turn of events on how things work out from time to time. Just saying, just saying on how that is. Anyways, with that being said, let's do some professional stuff, which I'm still trying to, I've been trying to figure that out my whole life. So with that, let's bring in the professional broadcasters and let them tell you about what the hell is going on inside of the world of the news. Here is the news on the Radio Car Safety Show.
3: NBC News Radio, I'm Tammy Trujillo. Kentucky authorities are confirming a call was made to 911 by the mother of the Louisville mass shooter as he opened fire at a downtown bank. His mother told dispatchers Monday morning that her son had a gun and was headed to the old National Bank on Main Street. She insisted he was a good kid who never hurt anyone and added that they didn't even own guns. She indicated she was on her way to the bank, what was told to stay where she was because the scene was not safe by that time. Police are investigating after a second threatening letter with white powder inside was mailed to Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg. The New York Post reports the letter was found in a basement mailroom on Wednesday. Preliminary tests indicate the substance is non-hazardous. Late last month, an envelope containing suspicious powder was also sent to Bragg with the same result. Bragg is leading the investigation into former President Trump's hush money case. Two House Democrats are calling for the resignation of California Senator Diane Feinstein. California Democratic Representative Roe Khanna said on Twitter that it was time for the 89-year-old to resign and that it was obvious she can no longer fulfill her duties. Minnesota Democrat Dean Phillips agreed, calling it a dereliction of duty for her to remain in the Senate. Feinstein has been recovering from shingles away from Washington, and that stalled confirmation of President Biden's judicial appointments because of her seat on the judicial sherry committee two nba teams had their seasons come to an end on the second day of the play-in tournament on wednesday the bulls downed the raptors 109 to 105 to send toronto packing for the offseason chicago now takes on miami friday for the east's eighth seed and the oklahoma city thunder beat the pelicans 123 to 118 in new orleans the thunder will now face the minnesota timberwolves for the eighth seed in the west on friday you're listening to The Latest. I'm Tammy Trujillo.
0: More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R. Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. North Korea's fired a ballistic missile, triggering a false alarm from Japan's alert system. Western Australia's preparing for the arrival of Tropical Cyclone Ilsa. US President Joe Biden's addressing Ireland's Parliament on Thursday as his official visit continues. And jailed media tycoon Jimmy Lai is filing a legal challenge against a Hong Kong government move to block a British barrister from representing him in court.
1: Safety never sounded so terrible.
0: Rated R Safety Show. Texas
3: may be the next state to stop changing its clocks twice a year. A plan to stay on daylight saving time has passed the state house.
2: Changing our clocks twice a year is frustrating to many Texans.
3: State Representative Will Metcalf is leading the charge, but even if his bill is passed, it would still be blocked by the federal government. U.S. law allows states to remain on standard time, but does not allow them to switch to daylight saving time year-round. A lightning strike in Florida is credited with making science history. USF professor Matthew Passick published a report last month on a new compound he discovered in Newport Ritchie. He found a calcium phosphorus material after lightning hit a tree and created fossilized lightning that he says looks like a metal glob. Inside the glob is where Passick found the new compound. A judicial warning is not stopping President Trump from firing off posts to social media. The warning isn't going to stop Donald Trump from communicating the way he thinks is going to be the most effective with his audience. Texas A&M professor jennifer Merchea has written books on presidential rhetoric she says that social media allows trump to control the narrative it was an effective tool in the 2016 presidential campaign but the judge overseeing the manhattan district attorney's case warned the former president to refrain from posts that have the potential to incite violence It's seen as a high-profile test of freedom of speech. HBO Max is rebranding to just Max. Warner Brothers Discovery officially announced the new name for the streaming service as it mixes in content from Discovery+. Plus. Max is also launching a new pricing plan in addition to its current ad-free and ad-enabled plans. Max Ultimate ad will be about $20 per month and allow for more people to watch at once, offer higher quality visuals, better sound quality, and more offline downloads. Tammy Trujillo, NBC News Radio.
1: We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. Let's start using cutting-edge warp speed 5G technology with your cell phone. Let me tell you about my friends at MobileMobile.io. They have an ultra-fast 4G LTE and 5G network that covers 99% of Americans. So they've got you covered everywhere. Think about it for a moment. You have the opportunity to take a test drive for 10 days with unlimited talk, text, and premium data. What is premium data? Premium data is an allotment of a cellular data that you receive from a higher priority on the network. You won't get throttled like you will with some of those, well, non-brand service providers. To find out more information, all you have to do is go to mobilemobile.io. That's mobilemobile.io to start your 10-day free trial.
4: Hello. To some people, the sound of a baby babbling doesn't mean much. But that's not necessarily true. By 6 months, they're combining vowels and consonants. By 9 months, they're trying out different kinds of sounds.
0: And by 12 months, their babbling is beginning to take on some meaning.
4: Especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Early screening and intervention can make a lifetime of difference and unlock a world of possibilities. Take the first step at AutismSpeaks.org. A public service announcement brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. The
2: following is made possible by Dad.
0: Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling all over it.
2: <laughs> the Dad Joke. Corny. Corny.
0: Because he didn't have any body to go with.
2: Dad jokes rule. So take a moment to make a moment and give your kid a laugh. It's as easy as going to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human
1: Services and the Ad
2: Council. That's really funny.
1: Hey, are you tired of hanging around and talking about safety in a boring kind of format?
3: show, and
1: they just make fun of a whole bunch of people. It's just too funny. It's too stupid. Rated R Safety Show. Yep, funny and stupid. That's what we're about. Don't worry about that. Anyway, 17 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging out on this lovely Thursday. Yes, Thursday it is as we are talking. I guess I should talk about this. Um, Should I talk about this? Yeah, I probably should. So, Our April, our April, our April, our April. Here we go. If I have not told you about this, our newest book at Safety FM Plus, the ebook for the month, uh, we should talk about it. It's Ancient Wisdom, Modern Insight, and Exploring Early Views on the Mind. You know, we talk a little bit about everything around there, and I think it's importante to talk about it. So, if you want to take a little read of this little book, you can go to safetyfmplus.com to take a a views or oozer of it. Um, No doubt about that as we are talking, banging and hanging and banging there. So it is available on Safety FM Plus. And every month we release something new on there, change up some of the topics that are going on for you to kind of get the newer insights on what's happening. Listen, I like how we do uh, how we do it in the format. And some people seem to really enjoy what the hell is going on over there. And every month it's been a new ebook with new classes and everything along those lines. So go out there, take a view of it. And let us know what you think thinking, Inky. Because I always say that the mindset portion plays a big factor into everything else that we have going on. And some people go, well, that's not very safety-ish. And if you kind of think about it, it could be. Um just uh, taking a look inside on how how the world burns. I mean, turns, not burns. There you go. So let's get into the shit list right away because we need to start talking about some of that stuff. So the new management at the defunct crypto company FTX says that it's recovered more than seven billion dollars in cash and liquid access. Assets, excuse me. The company attorney tells uh that the situation has stabilized as the dumpster fire is out. More good news, the recent boom in crypto values has further increased the value of the recovered assets, which is good news for people who want to get their money back but still no immediate plans on making those funds available. So think about that. Oh, yeah, I have a shitload of money that I cannot access. So FTX is considering whether to reopen its exchange operation under uh, a competent, mature leadership, or the company's lawyer says that that while the technology behind the company was solid, the business practices obviously were not. Well, I think we kind of established that at this point. I don't think you're giving me any kind of level of breaking news um, as we are talking. So, anyways, a few days after NPR executives got hacked, um, got hacked off over Twitter's applying the new state-affiliated media tag, uh, to their account, the broadcasters say it's done posting to the social media site after the uproar. Twitter changed its label to government-funded media. Worth noting, Elon Musk pointed out on Twitter, of course, that NPR-owned website still has federal funding essentials to public radio. Um, then they even bolded out the word "essential." And in an interview with New York Times and PR head Honcho said that he would need some time to understand whether Twitter can be trusted again before returning to the organization, to the platform. Listen, let's talk about this, because that's that weird shit that people have done for years of, I am leaving this platform, I am leaving Meta, I am leaving Facebook, I am leaving whatever. And you tell this to people before you do it. If you want to find me, I will no longer be on this platform as I am offended by this platform. Listen, if you're just going to do something and you're going to leave and you're going to go, just do it. You don't need to make some big freaking deal. (laughs) There was almost a slip up there. A big freaking deal about this. About what you have going on, that you're leaving, that you're not, you know, blah, blah, blah. I mean, nobody cares. Just go. Just go. Like, seriously, go. If you want to leave, leave. If you don't want to leave, don't leave. But don't make some big big hoop about the whole thing cuz no one really 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 cares. We just know you're going to go and go. And that's it. And life goes on and we proceed and it's and it's great that life is going on. Who truly cares what this guy has to say? Who gives a shit? Rated R safety show. Okay, so listen to this. Don't order a Starbucks new olive-infused drink unless you're ready to spend some uh, some time in the bathroom, if you know what I'm saying there. Several customers and employees who tried the new um, Olietto drink said they had uh, to run to the restroom almost immediately. The drink is an oat milk latte, ice shaken espresso with oat milk and golden foam cold brew. Each have a spoonful of olive oil. Worth noting, olive oil acts as a relaxant and caffeine is a stimulant. And the mix together can have some strong laxative effects inside of there. So maybe you should think about this. If there is that special person in your life and you determined on what you want to deem special person, maybe you give them that as a drink. And when I say special, I'm meaning not so special. You know, you know what I'm saying there. You know, I'm, I'm joking as I say it, of course. But how would you? How would somebody not test this product first? You know, if this is a drink of concoction that somebody actually um, came up with, wouldn't this have some level of consideration before moving forward? Like seriously, there is no doubt about this that you came up with this idea and had to go let's test it. I mean, at least even at McDonald's, where where they're making their science experiments because we can't call it food, allegedly. they at least test it before they release it for the most part. So there you go. So a new study shows that it's come, uh, it comes to male birth control. A majority of men say that they would be open to taking it. More than 2000 men ages between the age of 18 and 50 from us and Canada were asked if by the researchers of the university of California, whether or not they would be, they'd be willing uh, to take a new contraceptive when it um, becomes available. While more than half of those surveyed, 54% said that they would be open to taking hormonal contraceptives. 65 said that they would use non-hormonal ones. Contraceptives currently are being tri- um, trialed for men who um, vary from women's birth control pills. Men would need to take thir- a pill 30 minutes prior to sex to stop sperm from um, getting to the egg. Women on the pill take it daily. Yet another argument for men and women being um, biologically different Um, just saying there, but think about this. You would need to know. I mean, we're just talking, of course, 30 minutes ahead of time. What's going to happen now? I don't know how planned out events go for some people, but do you know this 30 minutes ahead of time? Because here's the other question that comes about who's making that 30 minute, um, that 30 minute, uh, idea of this is what's going to happen because if that is the case how often will guys be actually taking those pills listen to our
0: host of the rated r safety
1: show self-implode on our airwaves only on safety fm Okay, so anyways, take a listen to this one real quick. Paul Wilkerson boarded a flight to um, to Belfast, Ireland, last month and was shocked to find out that he was the only one on board. The 65-year-old who purchased the ticket that day said that he initially thought that his flight had been delayed or canceled since no one else was waiting um, to board. After asking the steward about the, the lack of passengers, they told him, oh, Mr. Paul, you're VIP today. You're flying on your own. After the flight, which Wilkerson said that... Um, was like having his own private jet. He was uh, treated to another perk. Uh, his, <laughs> his, his was the only piece of luggage at the baggage claim. So Wilkinson's wife, who um, he was flying to meet in Belfast, flew on an extremely cramped plane. So there you go. Some interesting stuff as we are talking. That would be kind of a weird thing. Can you imagine that? I mean, I, I was actually on a flight a few days ago. The plane had 175 seats. They had sold one hundred and seventy-six. They were begging people, or a person, a better thing, to, to to give up their chair if they would be willing to do so. And of course, they were giving all kinds of stuff if you were if you were willing to do it. But yeah, it was it was a nicely crowded plane. I could not imagine what it would look like of having one hundred and seventy-four empty chairs. Of course, probably all kinds of weird mental models would be occurring of why is this going on, what's happening, and all that kind of fun stuff. Anyways, take a listen to this real quick. Uh, Recommended reading for your drivers on demand for on demand food delivery services. Count on tips. On top of the small fee that they're paid for booking services like DoorDash and Uber Eats, but there's a discount. There's a disconnect between the expected to earn and what people feel comfortable paying, especially to contactless driving options that where customers never sees the driver. The New York Times dig into some example and leaves unanswered and important questions: How much is an appropriate tip? Uh, should, should it be based on the cost of the ticketed item, and it's a rest, like a restaurant, or should people just give not give that much thought to it at all? Now, a few months ago, we talked about this, where there was a driver that was holding an item hostage that a delivery service had ordered for a client, and it was a computer system. And the driver was under the impression that they should get a percentage of the price of the computer. And I would think it was something like 10%. Now, think about that. If you spend a couple thousand dollars on a computer, are you going to pay a $200 tip on that? I mean, I'm just asking the question. I I don't know what the right answer is. It's just something to think about. So, anyways, we talked about this earlier about um, some things happening inside of the world of politics. So I guess we're going to get swamp-like here for a moment. So South Carolina Senator Tim Scott on Wednesday launched the exploratory committee for 2024 white house bid and held the event in Iowa in a, in an email announcing the committee, Scott said that I've been thinking about my thinking about my faith. I've been thinking about my future of our country. And I've been thinking about the left's plans to ruin America. This is what he said, of course. In an interview on Fox News yesterday morning, Scott said that as opposed to trying to have a conversation about how to beat a Republican, I think we're better off having a conversation on how beating Joe Biden, nodding that uh, the squabble over whether America's Governor Ron DeSantis can beat former President Donald Trump. And speaking of Trump, the former commander in chief has filed a $500 million lawsuit against his former attorney, Michael Cohen, on Wednesday. The suit alleges that Cohen violated attorney-client privilege and violated his fiduciary duty to Trump as a client. So it'll be interesting to see what the hell happens there. Seriously. Anyways, the Federal Reserve economist predicted a recession um, in the next year. Politico reports that as banks tighten lending and inflation persistence over 6% um, through February, the recession would endure through 2025. So that's what's going on. You know, that's what you really want to hear Five seconds before John Smalls walks in here and tells you what the hell is going on with the market beat. Seriously. Here's your market beat minute for Thursday, April 13th,
2: brought to you by GenesisGoldIRA.com. Equity markets got a boost from the better than expected CPI report, but the strength did not last. The headline CPI figure moderated more than expected, but year over year gains in core inflation remain strong. Also, oil prices are rising and will underpin another acceleration of inflation. The only question is when. The price of WTI gained more than 2.25% for the day to break out. Out of a trading range and confirm the continuation of rebounding. With OPEC tilting the balance in favor of supply, it is likely oil will rise to $100 per barrel at least. This week's market risks are not behind us. The March retail sales figures are due out Friday and are expected to be negative. The risk is that spending will fall more than expected and lead the S&P 500 lower. As it is, the index confirms resistance at a critical level and is more likely to sell off than to rally. You can get the inside track at
1: Market Beat Minute, OK, thank you, John Smalls, for the information, because, you know, it's always important what you have going on. So take a listen. The Dow lost about 38 points to close at 33,646 six hundred and forty six on Wednesday. The S&P lost about 17 points to close at four thousand ninety one and Nasdaq lost about one hundred and two points to close at eleven thousand nine hundred and twenty nine. West Texas Intermediate closed at $83 a barrel and crude was at $87 a barrel. The national average price of a gallon of gas was $3.62 on Wednesday. And Bitcoin slid about 1% and was trading just under $30,000 on Wednesday. There was more than 2,540 flights delayed within, into, and out of the United States on Wednesday and more than 70 such cancellations, which is not bad in comparison to how normally it normally goes. And Friday night's Mega Million drawing will be for $476 million jackpot or $256 million cash payout. So I guess if you're ready to play the game, you're more than welcome to do so. So there you go. Anyways, um, I guess I should talk about this. Do you know that your keyboard knows if you're stressed out? Bree Tennis is going to explain it to you.
3: Researchers in Zurich have found that your typing style is a better predictor of how stressed out you are than your heart rate. The study found stressed people don't pound on the keyboard more, but they do move the mouse with less precision than relaxed people. And when you're stressed, your typing becomes less fluid with lots of stops and starts and more mistakes. With typing, it all comes down to rhythm, and when we're stressed, we lose that. I'm Bree Tennis NBC News Radio
1: I right, am almost thinking of some Johnny Cash song you know get a rhythm you know that song that song yeah 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 yeah. So there you go. Take a listen to this real quick. A Tesla executive will speak at the Virginia College of uh, Commencement. Sarah Bartlett has the details.
0: Radford University announced that Laurie Shelby will be the keynote speaker at the 110th spring commencement on May 5th and 6th. Shelby, a 1983 Radford grad, has served as Tesla's vice president of environmental health, safety and security at Tesla since 2017. In a statement, University President Brett Danelovich says Shelby has been an advocate for women to pursue STEM-related fields. There will be nearly 1,500 graduates at the ceremonies. I'm Sarah Bartlett.
1: Okay, thank you, Sarah, for the information. Anyways, with that being said, I think it's time to do that thing that we do around this time, which we call a main story. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. All oh, the main stories in the times of your life that we get to talk about and listen, I will tell you, this week I was I was pretty excited in regards of getting to do some of the stuff that I got to hang out and do this week. So, um, where the hell was I? Um, Greensboro, North Carolina. Got to hang out there this week. Um, doing some stuff with my, with other friends and colleagues is probably the best way to put it. And getting to interact with, you know, what's... Different aspects of different organizations. I always love when I get to go somewhere and there's all kinds of people in regards of doing stuff opposed to it being just one company. Now, don't get me wrong. Being with one company is not a bad thing, but being with multiple companies inside of the same room is kind of a a different feel because you get to, to see the interactions separately and take a look at what the hell is going on. So it's always a fun time in doing that. So as I mentioned this, when you get to see the world from different perspectives, it's always a fun time. But I, I, I was listening. I was listening to what people had to say inside of, of this little, we'll say meeting. Cause it really wasn't a conference. And as they're speaking and talking and as the world is shifting and the world is changing. And I, and I started to give a lot of thought to career path and things that are going on. And for a long period of time, you and I have been talking about human and organizational performance, the changes in the different aspects of what is going on inside of the world. Now, listen, when I came into this industry many, many, many moons ago, and I'm not talking about broadcasting because that's been a long time ago, but when we came into this industry of safety, the, the all-star player has been Behavior based safety. It just is what it is. There is no doubt about it. That was the way of doing the world of safety. And for a long period of time, there has been this murmur in the back there has been this conversation that's going on behind closed doors and this conversation of this thing called human and organizational performance. Now, listen, as much research as I've done into this, as far as I can tell, we're somewhere close to probably about the 28-year mark of people talking about this in one way, shape, or form, but not truly understanding what human and organizational performance is. But mainstream... The Ford portion of the house has always been about behavior-based safety. But as our organizations change and as things start getting different, and as we try to push forward and take a look at this, this different impact that this thing that's called HOP, Human Organization Performance, has, and these giants that have been inside of this industry for the longest period of time talking about this, these people that have been super knowledgeable, it's interesting to see how Hop is almost getting to the point where it is now the mainstream. Now, I want you to think about this. When you are on the outside and you're wanting change and you're wanting things to look different, and you push because you are the different person, you are the different system, you are the different whatever, insert X here. And all of a sudden, now the thing that you're doing is popularized. Now the thing that you are doing is becoming more popular and more well-known. How do you feel about it? Now, many, many, many moons ago, I had the the privilege of interviewing Todd Conklin for the first time. And at that time, and this was several years ago, we had that discussion of what will be coming down the pike next. Now, I want to say we had this conversation five, six years ago at this point. And it was interesting that he was saying at the time that he does not know what was coming down the pike and that the name of the next thing is not important. What's important is the concepts of what was going on with the stuff um, that was related to HOP. And it's not that we need to go out there and, let's say, quote-unquote, have a different system. Now, I am very excited to hear on how organizations are looking at human and organizational performance because it's been such a long time about people talking about it and trying to see the change. But this makes me ask the question of what's going on in the labs? What are And when I say labs, I'm talking about research facilities. What are they dreaming of that the next big thing is? Because listen, some of these hop concepts that are out there are great, but some of the ones that are out there, some people have bastardized exactly what is going on. And when it comes to the five principles, which we could break down if you'd like, The one to seem to get screwed up the most is number five, where people say response matters, which don't get me wrong. There is truth to that, but it truly should say management response matters. Think about how pissed off you get if one of the people that are in your management team says something opposed to your coworker on how your reaction is. So that principle number five always plays that biggest factor into it. But as I look at this and think about what is being dreamt up, has hop become the mainstream? Think about it. And did people like hop because it wasn't? And now that it's closer to being that? Now, don't get me wrong. There will always be a separation between church and state, as I like to deem this. But how do you look at that? How do you go about, it? okay, this is how this is going to work? Is it the mainstream? Or am I so close to it that I can't see it in a different fashion? Maybe those are the questions that we should talk about today. And what are you seeing out there? because that's always going to be the most important part about the whole thing.
0: Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't
1: always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests.
0: Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Don't
1: go anywhere.
0: You're listening to the home of real safety talk.
2: You're listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back.
3: Adopt US Kids presents What to expect when you're expecting a teenager.
1: chloe i am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case
3: you don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent thousands of teens in foster care will think you're um
0: rad just the same to learn more visit adoptuskids.org. a public service announcement brought to you by the u.s department of health and human
3: services adopt us kids and the ad council
4: this is the story of a very special woman but as a superhero at home. Everyone knows her as Gabriella. I still call her mom.
0: Your
2: hero needs you now, and AARP is here to help. Find the care guides you need to help, complete with tips and resources at aarp.org/caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council.
1: Well you might be like me and heard all these terms and were not a hundred percent sure on what they meant. Things is to unsafe workplaces. to the Rated hour Safety Show, hour number one of the Jay Allen in the Morning Show. It is currently 45 minutes past the top of the hour. Yeah, this is Demons by Lucha. I like it. I like it a lot. Give it a little uh, streamer emer. YouTube Music, Spotify, Apple Music. And by the way, if you don't know this, there is this whole separate app for you. Anyways, thanks to Lucha for allowing us to play this here on the Rated R Safety Show. So let's go ahead and get um, oh, 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 let's go ahead and get a little bit back into it, real quick. Yep. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about the most important thing that I'm going to tell you at any point during our little combos, um, during our little information that we get to do. And this is about my friends at 988 Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. They can help you prevent um, suicide. The Lifeline provides 24-7 free and confidential support for people in distress, prevention, and crisis resources for you or loved ones. And the best practices for professionals in the United States. To find out more information, all you have to do is go to 988lifeline.org. That's 988lifeline.org. Or you can call 988- or text the word TALK to 988. And then we'll get everything moving and grooving for you. So just a little FYI action. Listen, we all go through struggles sometimes. And these people are there for you. Think about it. 988lifeline.org. That's 988lifeline.org. Give it some consideration if you are going through struggles. Or make sure that you have that readily available if you do struggle or know of someone who is in some level of despair. 988 988- lifeline.org anyway so let's get into some more stuff let's talk a little bit so I got a question I guess I should ask this question what is etiquette in regards of going to events what is proper etiquette of uh going to hotel rooms and imagine being with a large group and all of a sudden someone springs on a surprise with you or to you that all of a sudden they were under the impression that they were going to be in the same room with you and not someone you know very well or really at all. How do you handle those situations? I always look at this and go, um, me personally, I have not spent the night with someone that I am related or not related to inside of the same hotel room since about eh, 2007. So anytime that somebody springs something like that on, it would leave me in a world of shock. Like, how can you go to somewhere and not have this kind of planned out that you need a room? Now, I understand if something's sold out or some bullshit like that, that that might be a different story. But along those lines, outside of that, I can't really picture the necessity on where that needs to be a thing. So what is the proper etiquette? I mean i don't know how i mean i understand if you're in a hotel room or a hotel that they have like those large suites that divide that divvy up into multiple rooms i get that that makes sense to me but for you to all of a sudden just do with a little spring chicken stuff and say i think this is a good idea and we're shacking up i mean it's not like we're spooning on the same bed or anything but geez man i just don't think that that's the right analogy especially you know letting that shit happen once um you get to a hotel room just just odd stuff i just don't understand on how that could be a part of a plan of anything drives me crazy as as i think about it out loud but then again maybe it's just me maybe it's just me on thinking on how the world should be slightly different
0: another pitfall of our society rated r safety
1: show Okay, take a listen to this. An Indian entrepreneur has designed a line of shoes that expand as children grow, potentially solving the age-old conundrum of kids seemingly needing new shoes every time their parents turn around. So then just don't turn around. Named Areto, uh, the shoes were designed by Sayatal Mittal. The innovation is knitted uh, um, uppers and uh Designed to have durable, flexible, and even washable, most importantly. And then they slowly uncurl as the child ages. um, Intuitively solving the growth problem and reducing the necessary manufacturing waste. Strats that shows children require shoes at least 15 sizes as they grow from toddler to teenagers. But the pair of Reto's um, shoes can cover three sizes. Meaning the kids would only need about five different pairs as they mature and the best news, they aren't three times the price of regular shoes. They list for 22 to $31. You can find them online. One problem, though, is that I've got boys, and when they need new shoes, the problem is they never are too small. The problem is that the shoes uh, have got boys. So he says that they grew from the inspiration of socks. So um, there you go. Something to think about. I mean, I don't know. Would you, um, would you consider uh, giving those shoes a whirl? I, th- I think it's something to, to give some consideration to. Or why wouldn't you? Anyway, take a listen to this. Itching and scratching. You know that sometimes you got the itch, and no matter how many times you scratch, it keeps coming back. Other times, one quick scratch, or one quick little, um, you know, little scratch there, and it's gone. It's little wonder that researchers from the Salk Institute have discovered that not all itches are the same. Their study discovered the different neutral pathways drive different varieties of itches in mice. It is believed that the itches um, serves as the genuine or genuine purpose in, in evolution a protect, uh, protective signal to prevent paralysis introducing hazardous pathogens into the body. Um, for instance, if a mosquito lands on your arm, you might scratch the spot, but if the mosquito bites you, its saliva will serve as an irritant, uh, resulting in recurring chemical itch. While wow. both types of itch um of itchiness results in uh, the same sensation, the researchers indicated the brain pathway drives the mechanical sensation, while the separation of instinct neural path encodes the chemical itchiness and or itchiness. And the scientists say that the researchers may lead to the treatment option for those who suffer from a range of chronic itch conditions. Okay. So good, because up until the, until the end there, I was sure that we had a shoe-in winner for the next um, year's IG Nobel Award. Yeah, Nobel Prize Award, because that's what it seems like. Now, what's the chronic itch that I experience every weekend to spend $2,000 on at the hardware store? What? Okay, maybe that's just me or something. No, I don't have that problem. You don't have to worry about that. That is not a, a dilemma that I run into. So there you go. Uh, what else do we have going on? Let's talk real quick. So let's take a look around at what happened back on this day. And if I take a look and let's take a look at year 2020, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo declares, I believe the worst is over. If we continue to be smart regarding COVID-19, the death toll for his state had already passed 10,000. So there you go. Something to think about happened back on this day of 2020. If you're looking at some birthdays for today, uh, Getter turns 30. Yeah, he's a DJ. Allison William, 35. Huntler Prince, 40. Uh, Taya Dollar Sign, 41. Kelly God uh, Giddish, 43. Lou Bega, 41, uh, 48. Julia Rose, 50. Aaron Lewis turns 51 today. Mark Ford, 57. Carolina Rave, 59. Peter Davison, 72, Ron Perlman, yeah, from Hellboy, he turned 73 today, and Al Green, he turned 77, so just so you know. If you're looking at some days of the year to celebrate, I have some of those for you. It's National Peach Cobbler Day, uh, National Make Lunch Count Day, National Scrabble Day, National Thomas Jefferson Day, and International FDN Awareness Day. So there you go, some things to think about. Yeah, you're going to sit here and go, did you just talk about all that stuff and not give me some motivation? Don't worry. I still got some of that in the chamber for you. So hold on. Here's the chamber. Here's the motivation. The
2: Motivation Minute is courtesy of insurancechicken.com. Today's quote was submitted by Greg. Jane Goodall said, you cannot get through a single day without having an impact on the world around you. What you do makes a difference. You just have to decide what kind of difference you want to make. I love that. Thank you, Greg. I've known Greg for many years. He is a great example of this quote, by the way. Greg makes a wonderful difference in the lives of many people around him. Sometimes we don't see the full impact we have on others. Quite often, the positive pebbles we toss into life have a ripple effect. They go far beyond anything we could have even imagined they would. Greg, keep on spreading happiness and positivity in the world around you. This has been today's Motivation Minute, courtesy of InsuranceChicken.com. They're known for insurance quotes. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quotes can be submitted for upcoming programs at motivationminute.org.
0: Your Wellness Minute is brought to you by alessamorgan.com. There are several things you can do to optimize your workspace and maximize productivity. And the following two things are the easiest adjustments to consider for better alertness. First, it's important to make sure our visual focus is aligned correctly. The way it works, when we look up, we don't just trigger the neurons to execute the movement of looking up, we also trigger them for more alertness and focus. So if you're looking to maintain the maximum Amount of focus, it's important to have your screen positioned slightly above the eye level instead of below like most of us do with our laptops. It's also helpful to have as much bright light as safely possible, especially within the first eight hours after waking up, to maintain activity with dopamine, norepinephrine, epinephrine, and healthy levels of cortisol. For more tips on wellness, check out alessamorgan.com
1: safety never sounded so terrible rated r safety show okay so there you go 56 minutes past the top of the hour as you and i are doing our thing let's see if we can uh squeeze in a news story or two uh before we get the hell out of here because why would you not want to do that uh so let's take a listen to this this is coming out of michigan cremated remains were found at oak grove burial Ground in Ty and taylor um, being uh, being out of, uh, in the open last week, Chris Land and his wife found the remains at Michael O'Brien's walkthrough cemetery. Take a listen.
2: We came on another walk, and it's still sitting here. More than a week? What are you going to do if you get in touch with someone and now it's not there anymore?
1: Land says that he wants to return the remains to the O'Brien family, and the city uh, will safeguard the ashes until the relatives can then be found. Chris Land and his wife found the abandoned um Cremated remains of Michael O'Brien at Cemetery in Tella. Kind of a big deal to find some
2: unburied person and not have the city respond for over a
1: week. I mean, think about that. You know, uh, remains just hanging out there in the open. I, I, probably not the best thing to leave you with this morning, but geez, man. So anyways, um, hour number two and number three coming up to on Radio Big if you want to come and hang out. If not... If not, you can stay on Safety FM. The Sheldon Primus Safety Consultant Show is coming up next here. So options are available uh, for you to take a listen to, to what the hell's going on. There is no doubt about that. So some good stuff. Anyways, if you need a random joke for today, I'm sure I have one of those for you. Tip. For five-year-olds, no pressure, but when you pick up your favorite animal, you need to be sure that it's for your favor, because someone in your family um, will inevitably buy you stuff that with that animal on it for the rest of your life. So keep that in mind. If you need a phone starter for today, try this. What discontinued item do you like and seems that you have brought back? If you need a question for the water cooler, try this question. A survey says that almost 40% of us have had this stolen at work. What is it? It's an idea. So there you go. Anyways, thank you for taking a listen and being the best part of Safety FM and Radio Big. And that is the listener because without you, it doesn't make a lot of sense to do what we do around here. If I can't leave you with a deep thought for today, it sounds something like this. Everyone wants to live on top of the mountain, but all the happiness and growth occurs while you're climbing it. Keep that in mind. Anyways, that's going to sum it up. I know who you are. Duh. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye.